Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Cinema Vino is brought to you by Audible. Do you want to take a deeper dive into what you love? I'm a Beatles fanatic, and I love to hear Alfred Molina read Bob Spitz's biography about the world's greatest rock band. Spitz's writing is crisp and easy to follow, and his exhaustive research puts you in the room for key moments in Beatle history. Todd, have you ever heard of a book series called Dune? I've heard vaguely do, of do it. Do you know how many sequels there are? There's like 10 or 20,000. There are a lot. With Audible, you gain access to these plus thousands of audiobooks and podcasts across a wide variety of genres. Pretty awesome. Uh, you can download or access all the titles you want, plus keep one title per month. Download the Audible app and you can listen at home, in the car, or pretty much anywhere life takes you. Sign up for a free 30-day trial to experience all the perks of membership, plus receive a free title just for signing up. Visit audibletrial.com slash cinemavino to get your free 30-day trial. That's audibletrial.com slash cinemavino. And welcome back to Cinema Vino. Hey, guys. I almost fucked this podcast up twice in the intro. Ruined yeah. our lives. Golly, man. As we know it. Sorry. Get it together, dog. No Sean tonight. He's he's doing things. That's SJ to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. SJ is somewhere in the Adirondack chairs. Yep. So, yeah. He, he's deep in the lawn chairs right now as we speak. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're going to do a mini episode about House of the Dragon, episode three, uh, second of his name is the title of this episode. Huh. Yeah. And uh, so, just a quick rundown. This episode uh, occurs three years after episode two. They're jumping ahead in time. Yep. Um, Viserys has married Alicent. Travis, you can help me if I'm saying anything incorrectly. Uh, yeah, that sounds good so far. Okay. <laughs> they uh, have had a son whose name is Aegon. Mm-hmm. And uh, now the controversy in this episode is whether or not uh, the king will sidestep Rhaenyra and name his new son as the proper heir to the throne, being a male and this being a yeah. male-dominated society. Um, Rhaenyra has become estranged from Viserys and Alicent as a result of the goings-on, the marriage and the kid, um, and her also being shut out of, or what she thinks, being shut out from the, the throne. Um, there's also intrigue as to who she's going to marry. We see, as far as I can recollect, the first Lannister in this series. Yeah. Jason. Jason Lannister. Which seems like a weird name for a medieval character, you know? It's like, you know, it's like, he's a Lannister. It's Jeremy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's Rob and Robert and Jason and, yeah. Well, usually it's like there's Ned, but then it's short for Eddard, which is cool sounding. Yeah. You know? It's like there's names like that, but then they're short for like something badass. But then mm-hmm. it's like, then there's like Jamie. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. just, it's just weird. It's like you will wed Billy of House Baratheon. <laughs> no, that would be a cool name. <laughs> Pin the damn thing yeah. on Jamie Lannister. This is Billy the Butcher. <laughs> what? That's badass. Yeah. Um, so yeah, first Lannister we've seen. And then uh, another subplot, Damon is bogged down, Damon Targaryen in a conflict with the crab feeder. And um, he kind of takes matters into his own hands. I got a definite Leroy Jenkins vibe out of the last yeah. Like, action scene. Yeah. yeah, good call. It's like, man, he, he just ran in there. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. It's like, oh, God. 
<laughs> so um, anyway, those are my notes. I want to hear what you guys think, and then I'll give my my score as well. So um, I'll go first because Travis probably had a lot to say. Yep. Um, Sounds good. <clears throat> yep. Uh, <clears throat> choking on my own rage here. Oh yeah, you hit that button. Yeah. We're all good. <laughs> so this um, is a good episode. They still kind of to me. There's still a lot of if Andrew butts. I mean, a lot of dialogue heavy, but. I do like the fact that they kind of went ahead in time, jumped a little bit forward. They really finally got into some battle scenes at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, I was telling this to Travis, I did kind of zone out a little bit because this is just one of those, I know what they have to do to tell a story, but I caught myself a couple of times looking at my phone, not really paying attention. But then I heard, you know, oh, this is Jason Lannister. And I go, what? Oh. And I realized like, if this show didn't have any Game of Thrones ties to it, I might not be as involved as I am. Yeah. It was like, if it, if this was just some random show called House of the Dragon, I'd be like, this is pretty cool. I'll keep an eye on it. Mm-hmm. But when they said Lannister, I'm like, oh, Lannister's here? Yeah. And I was like, oh, this ding dong? And it, But it was still a good episode. I'm finally glad we got into a battle scene, like a real battle scene. Mm-hmm. I love the dragons. I'm a little bummed out because they definitely yachted yachted over the crab feeder. They just kind of, Jamie Lannister, spoiler alert, just went in there and I guess cut him in half? And then just came out with the a upper, torso? A tor- yeah. yeah, the upper half. And I was like, Yeah, he darth mauled them. I, I would have liked to have seen <laughs> some other stuff here. I would have liked to have a little more information of. I mean, I love, would have loved to have seen the battle, and as I did that one on one. Yeah, we've seen him lose before, um, but this episode to me is way better, in my opinion, than like the previous two. And I don't know if it was because I just liked the um, the king. Um, uh, Vir- oh, Viserys. Vir- Viserys. Someone said Pierces, but Viserys. I didn't really like him at first as like the acting, but like I liked him maybe because he was just drunk all the time. Yeah. It was, yeah. like, it was, it was just like drunk. You, you liked yeah. the, the where he was yeah. drinking the wine and, and I, like uh, getting turned. And I, he was when he was doing that, I was like, man, it was like because like um, Baratheon was doing that too in the in, in the original series. He was mm-hmm. just getting hammered, <laughs> like too much wine He's in his cups. Yes, and yeah. I was like, I was like, man, this is pretty badass. I did like the storyline. Um, I like to see where it's going. Um, the aggressive murder of the bull, or the bull, but the um, the stag. Uh, the, the stag. I was like, all right. And then the when she slaughtered the the little piggy, the boar. Yeah, the mm-hmm. boar. I was like, oh, that's excessive too. <laughs> but it is what Game of Thrones is. Yeah. Uh, this episode, I might give it eh, because of the battle scene, which I was totally there for. Seven, seven and a half. Mm-hmm. And I like the fact that they're you know they threw it in Lannister. They're trying to you know bring some more in, and I. I think after watching this one, the only good can come from it. I'm still questionable, but I'm like, maybe after this episode, I'm a little more excited. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, you know, I got a little bit of Game of Thrones vibe where it was going to be like, they're going on a hunt. Is he going to get gored by something yeah. and die? Yeah. You know, is that because that's the first season of Game of Thrones is Robert Baratheon. So like, this, is, this is a parallel. So I don't know if he's going to survive this. Yeah. He's not. also wine yeah. drunk. Yeah. Yeah. So, and and he has that same kind of bored, frustrated kind of thing yeah. as a king. Mm. You know, it's like, you know, I remember Richard Nixon used to say he felt kind of impotent as president, you know, because he was kind of helpless to the system and lobbies and all that. And so there, there was a momentum that was beyond him when he was in power. Yeah. So it's like I get that vibe from the, the kings in Game of Thrones. You know, it's like they seem kind of frustrated. Yeah. So. Um, I I enjoyed the episode. I, I think I, I texted Taylor after and I was like, meh, this this one didn't really do it for me. And then um 
our buddy Richie pointed out, he was like, hey, but the beginning was cool, too. And I, I went back, and I was like, okay, yeah. That's that's interesting with the, the crab feeder, you know, uh, killing the guys on the on the lake. But basically, the, this episode was a lot of... It was like Downton Abbey, and there was dragons at the end and at the beginning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what it seemed like to me, is that they were going out like... You know, oh, we're accompanying the men as they go on a, a quail hunt. And, you know, they're out with the hounds and, oh, they're on a fox hunt or something like that. And everybody's in these big tents and pavilions and being fancy. And they're, you know, just kind of the hierarchy of all of the ins and outs of the political intrigue. And, that, I mean, that's great and all. But we kind of already know what happens, or at least we know where it's going. And so, for me, uh, watching, like, Rhaenyra... You know, getting pissed and then like leaving the the tent pavilion, um, and then being followed by I don't remember the guy's name, so we're gonna call him Sir Tall Dark and Handsome, <laughs> but, <laughs> Sir Hot Dude. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's supposed to be a great knight, and she picked him out, and he gets fucking yeeted by a boar. Yeah, and she's gotta take it out. Like I didn't catch that at first. I thought it almost got her, and then he stuck a sword in it. And then she flipped it over and stabbed it. And I was like, wait, where is he? It just cold cocked him? Mm-hmm. Like, all right, great night. Yeah. There. He's, oh. It's like Worf in Star Trek The Next Generation. Worf gets his ass kicked in yeah. every goddamn episode. Um, like, you fucking Klingon moron. So I kept thinking, I was like, well, this is like, she, she's <laughs> she's like diet Daenerys Targaryen. Like, she's not going to have quite the same. And then I was like, well, no, hold on. She's Daenerys if she had grown up in the Targaryen household. And with the dragon from the jump. I'm like, all right, cool. I get it. Um, but it's still like you already know kind of what the outcome is going to be. I mean, or at least eventually you're way down the line. Um, the other thing was, so Damon, I love Matt Smith, Damon Targaryen. Um, we see him at the end, and obviously the, the king is going to swoop in and save them all with some ships, and that pisses him off. Oh, yeah. it's like It's like, fuck that. So George R. R. Martin has said that, Damon Targaryen is like a true rogue. Like he's he's the most roguish uh, one of the knights or whatever. You know he can afford to be an asshole because he's of such highborn whatever. Yeah. Um, but I do like the fact that um, Taylor, you were saying something about serpentine motion. I want to let you. What I was finish about that. About d- what we Bob and weave. Oh yeah, <laughs> I was like, wait, what was I seeing? Yeah, this was uh, in the car right over here. Um, it, it was, it was. Uh, I saw a funny meme. It was like, but it had Damon Targaryen. It's like knows how to bob and weave, and then it was what Jon Snow's brother, Rickon. Uh, Rickon, he wasn't. Know, he didn't know how to bob and weave. Yeah, and, uh, he got he got taken care of pretty quickly. <laughs> yep. Yeah, but that was. But, it, but then that was a cool scene to me. It's like it kind of showed him like getting fucking pissed. He's like, fuck my brother. Yeah. And he was like, screw this. I'll do, you know, and they were already planning that kind of. Mm-hmm. That, that plan was already kind of set, but it was like, it was cool. He was just like, fuck this. Yeah. So I like it because we see him in the, what, the first episode, and he gets his ass kicked by Sir Tall, Dark, and Handsome. Well, yeah. not exactly his ass kicked, but he doesn't win the match. Like, he, he has a good showing. He ultimately doesn't win. I thought he was going to, you know, kill the guy. Uh, when he wasn't looking and, you know, show who he was. But um, my apologies, that was my elbow. <laughs> oh, um, but I like the fact that he's a good fighter, but he's not Jamie Lannister, like the greatest swordsman. He's not Braun, um, who's who can like beat anybody's ass through like subterfuge or doing whatever. Like he's what he is, though, is he's all heart. 
Like, um, he'll go in and give it his all, and he might not fucking win. And so they showed that in the joust in the first episode. And then in this episode, they showed, he was like, nope, fuck it. Like, my pride is too big. Yeah. I'm going to go out there, damn near fight the entire fucking army. Like, he would have lost. You see him losing. Yeah. And then it only comes in at the, the last minute, you know, rescue. Yeah. Um, a side note, I got the, the image that popped in my mind. I don't know if you remember Brandon Brothers very well, but the uh, the lieutenant, the crazy lieutenant that supposedly killed all the guys, that shot all the POWs or whatever. Oh, yeah. And then they're at the battle scene towards the end of the series where he just goes bonkers and just, like, runs into the Nazi whatever. And oh, like, yeah. And, like, they try to shoot him, and they don't, and he ends up, like, taking over the thing. Yeah, have you, Taylor, have you watched Band of Brothers? Uh, like, the first couple of, it's, like, There's episodes? only ten episodes. Yeah, like the first couple it's episodes. Because cool. yeah, Ross is in it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he yeah, is. Yeah. Perfect part for him, too. Just yeah. a dick. But that's 100% it. Because he just goes in, they're like, oh, we're bogged down here? Who's like, hold on, I'll be right back. And then he rounds it, and they're like, that crazy son of a bitch. And he just somehow does not, like, he startled the Germans so much is that they're, like, (laughs) start, like, not shooting as well. And they're like, oh, what the fuck? This guy's just running right at us? No. Fucked up. And then he gets in there, gets the other guys, runs back. Or Did, did he drop a, a bomb or something? Or something. did he, he link up? Oh, yeah, he linked up with a second pair of like infantry guys we were like pinned down he basically took command of them but he had to run across like an open field that was under fire yeah. the whole time and that's what actually uh the matt smith said at the very end of this episode when he was talking about damon Tar- targaryen he just like doesn't give a shit if he lives or dies he was like all right fuck it i'm gonna go he's all in he's all heart is what i'm trying to say yeah yeah so yeah i mean so what would you get one out of ten uh i'm gonna go a 6.5 it wasn't, I got at the end of the episode and I was like, meh, this doesn't really do it for me. But thinking about it again, I did enjoy it. But how does it take you three fucking years yeah. with several fucking dragons against people in wooden boats? Mm-hmm. Well, it, I mean, it, they kind of, well, they said it. They're like, they're just going back into the caves. Yeah. Like, they're just hiding out there, I guess. Here's the like, thing. You let the dragons roost on top of that cave. You make that, if yeah. they're going to hide in the caves, then you bring all your men over if they're just going to hide the entire time and you build your your like place up right there and then if they want to come out they're going to get baked by a dragon like if they're wanting to take you out these guys don't play enough D&D that's the only <laughs> yeah. yeah it's like you give me two dragons i will take that place in 2 weeks like, get these guys three to side to die please yeah. <laughs> <Fuck> you. <laughs> they've never done a saving Fuck roll before yeah. yeah never done a will save in their yeah. life put me in charge <laughs> um so yeah, I enjoyed it. I'm, I'm. It's about on par with all the other episodes for me. It's it's good. Um, there there haven't been any of those so far. Those great like Game of Thrones moments. But I mean, I don't remember the first season. The early parts having any of those either. Yeah. So I mean, there's nothing, nothing big left or so far. But I think they're probably saving that up. It's going to fall in the same boat that the Amazon, the Rings of Power show. It's, this is a lot of set the table right now. Yeah. Do we think, here's the thing, I didn't really watch the first season of Game of Thrones. And going back, like, I heard it was pretty good, and and before season two started, I bought the first season and started watching that. And then I got to, obviously, episode nine of every season was fucking crazy. Never, You know, Big Shoe dropped. Um, Spoiler alert, Ned Stark died episode, like, nine of season one. Or was it 10? So do we think they're going to do the same thing on this? Is there going to be like, okay, okay, we got House of the Dragon, and then they're going to do something crazy? 
Yeah, or... I think they're going to follow that same formula. It was like, mm-hmm. it, I mean, it feels like that. They yeah. already they done the intro. They're keeping the same music, which I know it's the same music within a its own thing. I mean, uh, Ring of Power, kind like of the same Star thing. Star Wars, yeah. yeah. But um, I, I I think they're going to follow as much as they can. Yeah. Just that 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 formula. Yeah, yeah it, it works. Yeah, you know. I am psyched about that, that we're getting, you know, a whole other season of Ramen Dijuati or however you pronounce his name, mm-hmm. but all of his like score. I'm, I mean, it, it, so far everything's been good, not great to me. So it's it definitely keeping my interest. Uh, you had a great point of if these are ran, take the tar, oh, yeah. take the names out, Targaryens and Lannisters and Baratheons and whatever. It, my interest will drop a lot because yeah. it's like there's so much stuff you can link. I mean, you look at like the stuff in King's Landing, it's like, oh, that's what Cersei blew all that shit up in that one episode. And, yeah. You know. well, and and I, and I think that's, you know, I don't think it's much anymore because there's just so much on TV. There's so many stations, all this crap. But it was like, you know, water cooler talk isn't really a thing anymore. But like, I feel like if there's anybody that was a Game of Thrones fan or like, or you started watching it or whatever, like they had this sense now, like you don't want to miss out on it. For example, like one of my favorite TV series of all time, which has fallen off, was Lost. Yeah. And it was five and six were absolutely dog shit. Four wouldn't ring it, but five and six were so bad. Yeah. But I was so invested in it because I'd already watched the previous four. And like, I, I had to keep watching. Come and so also, far. Yeah, and I was like, and I, and, I didn't, and I didn't want to miss out on the conversations. And I think that's where this show is at. It was like, you know, because I didn't watch it on Sunday. I watched it the next day and I wasn't even mad about it. Yeah. I was like, I was like, well, I miss it on Sunday. Oh, well. Yeah. And it was like, but at the same time, I was like, I knew I was going to watch it anyway. Yeah. That's the other thing is, this series, what I want to see is um, Maester Lewin back in the first um, season was talking to Bran when Bran was laid up and was like, oh, yeah, as a Maester, you know, um, I tried uh, spells as a boy, but there's no dragons anymore. There's no magic left in the world. Well, now at, uh, at this point in time, you have 10 dragons left in the world. And, you know, it's 170 years before. I want to see some Maesters do some kind of magic, low-level magic. Seems like the only kind of magic that was left that they could do was, like, send ravens. They could be like, Raven, you, go here. And then ravens were, like, carrier pigeons. Yeah. Like, that's the only weird kind of magic that they yeah. still had, unless they had, you know, knowledge of, like, ancient science, alchemy, shit like that. So that's their magic, because like, they're like falconers. You know, it's like, you know, pigeon trainers. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like, what else what do they do? Magic trick. Like, yeah. here, here's what you know, they can do in Game of Thrones. They're like, oh, I sent a raven. Here's milk of the poppy. That's it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, is your card the seven of spades? <laughs> <laughs> I want to see him do some shit. Like, in, you know, uh, when Daenerys had her kit, like, uh, dragons, they, they had the, the blue-lipped uh, sorcerers could do, like, illusion magic and all kinds of crazy shit. If there are 10 dragons in the world at this point in time, I want to see some maesters do some shit. Yeah. Valid. Um, yeah. Fair point. Um, yeah. Seven out of 10. I think I would give all three episodes around a seven out of 10. I, yeah. Yeah. They're, they're all about, about that grade. Um, so we are drinking an Anciano Garnacha. It's a Spanish oh. Garnacha. It's a good uh, fruit forward, red, bold. Well, Travis is drinking two wines. Yeah. Travis is drinking out of a mason jar for oh. everyone at home who... I brought a roadie. <laughs> uh, so, but the, the bulk of this series is filmed in Spain, so I decided to go for a Spanish red to, to match the location. Yeah. It's Spain. Yeah, a lot of it's filmed around, they did a lot of the original series, uh, the warmer climates like Dorne were filmed around Seville, yeah. Spain. And so now it's like where it's a warm time of the year or season or whatever for the show. It's like, it makes sense to film it in the Mediterranean climate. Oh, that makes very sense. Sunny. Yeah, I get Ooh, that. Oh, I'm going to say one last thing. 
I want to see Melisandre. She's fucking old as shit. I want to see a, a, a red woman. Oh, yeah. Same oh. actress. That'd be dope. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Continue. Sorry. Um, yeah, that's you all just I got. want to see some titties. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's true. Oh, every, yeah. Every, more titties. Every, every I deduct another every. half point. It's only a six. <laughs> <laughs> no, we got one sad boy in an orgy in like the first episode, and that's it. No tits get to six. <laughs> wait. Wait. What did you it, say? One it, sad boy? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's a joke or a meme about uh, Damon Targaryen being the saddest boy at the orgy. Oh, that was. That's true. <laughs> that was true. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's a title you don't want. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, it's been another episode of Cinema Vino. A little mini episode covering episode three, uh, second of his name, uh, House, House of the Dragon. Yeah. We're calling it Hod. Yeah, we're going to call Hod. it Hod. And we're calling Rings of Power Rop. Mm-hmm. So there we go. That's so Hod. <laughs> yep. So Hod. Um, but Taylor Owens. That's me. Travi. Yep. Travis Bud. My name's Todd. We miss Sean. Yeah, we do. We want John back. Uh, but we will see you guys next time. Be sure to listen, rate, and subscribe at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Castbox, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Our website is cinemavino.net, and reviews of these films can be found at toddwaffordmovies.com. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.